What is going on, FML? And we are back, FML Total Access. This is season 24, and this is episode 2. And this is going to be a little show. It's going to be a podcast, a recording, but we're going to have a little something on YouTube. Man, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm pumped for this one. And we just dishing out content, man. Crazy right now. It's super lit. The league is lit. Everything is insane right now. So this is the first trimester show, weeks one through six. We're going to do another one um, mid-season. Then we're going to do another one towards the end of the season. So this is weeks one through six. Let me go over the topics. Uh, we got our first, my first impressions for weeks one through six. We got our, uh, the power rankings. We're going to get them from Neon. This is not my power rankings. I'm just going to go over Neon's power rankings, what I think. Then I'll give you uh, my ranking. Then we're going to go over Smooth's early playoff predictions. So for those of you who don't know, Smooth makes his predictions early in the first trimester of the season, who he thinks is going to go in the playoffs, one seed, two seed. And I'm just going to go over that. And then we're going to go one of our hottest topics. Who's hot and who's not? I'm going to get I'm going to give you two two guys who I think is hot, two guys who I think are not hot, and then I'm going to do some predictions going forward so who stays hot, who picks it up, who bounces back. Um so let's get right into it and first impressions on the season. Let's just get right into it. Let's dive right into it. Let's go. So, first impressions on the season. Let's go over uh, the, some standings uh, really quick. We got the AFC North. We got um, Baltimore, 6-0. and The Ravens, Cleveland at 5-1. and uh, Cincinnati at 4-2. and And we got the Steelers at 2-4. and And we're going to go over the, uh, now the AFC South. You got the Colts at 5-1. and The Titans at 3-2. and uh, Jacksonville at 2-4. and And we got Houston at 0-5. And in the AFC East, we got the Bills at three and three, uh, Miami at two and four. Yeah, the AFC in this in in this league, it just always starts off bad, man. It always starts off bad. But I think it's going to be competitive. We got Iota picking up the Jets. Uh, Kuzi should be picking it up late in the season. Um, so we got the Patriots at one and five, and the Jets at zero oh and six. Now the AFC West, we got the Chargers at six and zero undefeated, uh, along with the Ravens. Those are the only two undefeated teams left in the league. We got Denver at three and three. We got the Kansas City Chiefs also at three and three. So we got John and Prime, that division rivalry right there, fighting for that number two spot. And then we got the Raiders at one and four. Now let's go with some NFC North standings. The NFC side. And we got Green Bay at four and two, Minnesota Vikings at four and two, and the Bears at four and two. Man, this division is shaping up to be one of my favorites right now. Keep an eye on this. We got the Lions also. Ocho at three and two. Expect him to start picking it up too. All right. So NFC South standings. Uh, we got the Saints at five and one, Atlanta at two and four, Tampa Bay at two and four, and Carolina. Uh, Panthers at one and five in the NFC East. We got um, the Eagles at four and two, the Cowboys at four and two, and then we got the Giants and Washington, uh, the Commanders, both at one and five. 
in the NFC West, another division that could really shape up to be a good one too. We got the Rams at five and one. We got the Cardinals at four and two. The 49ers at three and three. And then we got the Seattle Seahawks at one and five. So let's just get into it, man. What's jumping off the board to me right now? The Chargers, literally. And we're gonna take a deep dive into the Chargers. Um, what they got going on? Uh, they one of my who's hot, who's not teams. And the Chargers, man, six and zero, just completely, just just dominating right now in the league. We also got Baltimore, who's who's six and zero, also getting some really good quality wins. They starting to pick it up and get it together. And we got witness also, man, with the Colts at five and one. Really impressive. JT has literally JT has literally been unstoppable, man. Literally has been unstoppable. I think he's number one in rushing right now with eight hundred yards. He's on the pace to two K. Cause if he has right now we have the first trimester, week six, and he already has eight hundred yards. So he's he's on he's well on his way to two K and you know, it's only one other person that has rushed for 2,000 yards, and you know who that is. That is Malibu and and when he had the Jags, well, with ETN. So I really could see Jonathan Taylor and, and Witness getting that done, man. He is really using the Colts to their strengths, man. That run game, that offensive line, and he's he's dominating with them, 5-1 uh, and one on the season. Buffalo. They haven't got it together yet. Division is obviously kind of sweet. He got to pick it up because, you know, next cycle, we got Iota coming in, who was a former champion uh, last cycle, and he's picking up the Jets, and he, it's going to be some competition to expect. You know, first season's a little a little different. Everybody's still getting used to the game. Obviously, some people uh, pick up the game a little faster than others, but I expect Kuzi and Miami to pick it up sooner than later, maybe draft the QB. We'll see what happens, but right now, the 2-4 and four, and we got the the Buffalo Bills at the top of the division. And we got the Cleveland Browns at the 5-1 and one right now. They took that loss to the Chargers on GDP. And we got Cincinnati at 4-2. and two. They just dropped two losses. So it was a bunch of undefeated teams um, in the AFC North. And they seem to be picking up. Let's, let's, uh, now we're going to go over to the NFC. And we got the Rams at 5-1 and one, who took their only loss to Dallas. Dallas just took a, a huge loss to Philadelphia, and that, that might put them at the top of the division, but I expect them to split. I expect Dallas to win that next matchup. We got New Orleans at 5-1, and one. and if you watch GDP versus the Bengals, man, New Orleans put on a show on the sticks, man. What a great game. Kamara, he's using New Orleans to their strengths also. Kamara's having a really good season. He's not top five in rushing. He's, I'm pretty sure he's top ten. But right now, let's just go over some stats offensively, some passing leaders. Uh, we got Aaron Rodgers at the top, 1,733 yards. Daniel Jones is up there, too, even though the Giants are struggling. Jalen Hurts is up there. You know, you see the Eagles trying to trade him, but he's he's really what's carrying them right now. And I think he's had play of the week probably tw twice already. You got Derek Carr leading. Also, with the Raiders, even though they're struggling. And Dak Prescott, with his efficiency, is looking really good, too. He's top five in passing. And we just spoke about, let's go over some Russian leaders. We just spoke about JT. Um, 
838 yards. Magnificent. Nine touchdowns. Cam Akers with the Rams, 12 touchdowns. He's having a great season, too. Joe Mixon with the Bengals, also 652 yards, six yards per carry. Montgomery, too, with the Bears. He's a big part of the Bears' success, and we're going to get a deep dive into what the Bears got going on. Also, he got four touchdowns. And CMC with the Panthers. Even though the Panthers are struggling, CMC, I think they need to lean on him a little bit more. Um, almost six yards per carry, 5.93 and seven touchdowns. And Marvin Jones for Jacksonville Jaguars is leading in receiving. Six touchdowns, 629 yards. Uh, Devontae Adams, not a surprise there. Travis Kelsey with the Kansas City Chiefs, big focal point there. No touchdowns, which is a su big surprise uh, for Kansas City. They got to get in the red zone to get that man the ball. I think that uh, um, provided more success than they already got. Kansas City starting to get used to their offense heating up, and they putting up big, 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 big points. Uh, Dawson Knox and Tariq Hill. So that's top five for offense. Let's just go over defense really quick. Tackling leaders, we got Davion Taylor. Usually this is mostly, uh, we're not going to really go over that. This is usually mostly CPU stuff. Uh, sack leaders, Khalil Mack. A big part of the success right now for the Chargers is Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. Uh, he has almost 10 sacks, nine and a half sacks. Max Crosby has six sacks for the Raiders. Aaron Donald, no surprise there for the Rams. Six sacks, Cameron Jordan, and the Jets, Carl Lawson. Most of that's probably due to Sim. And let's go over interception uh, leaders, man. Kyle Hamilton, nine interceptions. Um, he's a big focal point of the Ravens defense. A lot of turnovers for that Ravens defense. Uh, Darius Williams with six interceptions for the Jags. Julian Blackman for the Colts. Uh, Cheetah Bay Wuzier, big focal point. Um, for the for the Bengals, he is a game changer for the Bengals. Six interceptions, and then we got Kareem Jackson over there in Denver, uh, a part of their early success uh, with the interceptions, and he has five. So now let's get into our next topic, and that is going to be the power ranking. And like I said earlier, we're just going to go over Neon's power ranking, the top ten, and then I'm going to probably. Uh, talk about what I changed and what I put in place, but it looks really good from here. So we got the Chargers at six and zero at number one, who jumped two spots. We got the Rams at number five, at number at the number two spot, and then we got the Ravens at number three. And we got the Colts at the number four spot, the Saints at the number five spot, um, at the number six spot we got the Browns. The number seven spot, we got the Bengals. The eighth spot, we got the Bears. The ninth spot, we got the Vikings. The tenth spot, we got the Eagles. So, right now, any what I would change right now, I put the Ravens at number two above the Rams. Um, the Rams would be at three. But that's that's a toss-up. It's interchangeable. You could do both. But I would, I would put them up there. Being said that they lost to the Cowboys who Neon has listed at 11, I wouldn't put Rams Rams so high. But Rams is having a great season. But I think the Ravens are definitely uh, doing a little bit better. So I would put the Ravens at number two, the Rams at number three. I would put the Saints at number four, swap them with the Colts. I'd swap those two. The list looks really good. Wouldn't really change much. It's just my opinion. Uh, at number six, the Browns. Are good there. I will put the Browns at number six. 
but the strength of their schedule early kind of raises some some question, especially the way they performed on GDP versus the Chargers. But maybe that could say that could go to say the Chargers could just really be really really dominant right now. Um, the Bengals at number seven that looks good. I like the Bears at number eight. I probably put the Bears over the Bengals. Being said, they just dropped two in a row. So I'll put the Bears at seven and then the Bengals at eight. And then at nine, the Vikings. I wouldn't really put the Vikings there. I will put the Eagles there and then the Cowboys. So that would be that would be my list. So Chargers at number one, Ravens at number two, Rams at number three, Saints at number four, Colts at number five, uh, the Browns at number six, the Bears at number seven, Bengals at number eight. Eagles at number nine and Cowboys at number ten. I probably throw Vikings honorable mention. He's having a, a good season too at number eleven. So that's that's what my power rankings would look like. I'm not sure completely what Neon does it based off, but it looks it looks really good. Probably strength of schedule, points for who you play, points against. Um. So that 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 looks that looks really really good. So. We are going to wrap that up and go over our next topic right now. And that is Smooth's early playoff predictions. And just give me a second just to get to that really quick. So so for those of you who don't know, Smooth does his playoff predictions early in the season. Who he thinks um, is going to get. You know the one seed, the two seed, who's gonna be the three seed, and it's, it's it's usually pretty accurate. Really like that. Appreciate, man. Shout outs to Smooth, man. You know he's just a huge, huge help for me right now. And with this early playoff predictions, I I love it. I always get it from him. We always do this, uh, the the first trimester. Uh, so and then we 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 look at it towards the end. So let's go over this real quick for the AFC. He got the Chargers at the number one seed. The Ravens, so he got the Chargers getting that bye week, the number one seed. Um, in the NFC, he has the Cowboys getting the number one seed also. So the Cowboys, uh, they dropped two two games, one to the Eagles, and I, I'm not sure who they lost to, to earlier. Let me double check real quick who Dallas lost to. Early in the season, okay, they lost to Cincinnati, which was a, which was a really good game, twenty-one to sixteen. So they got the Cowboys at the number one seed in the NFC, and let's go over the rest. They got the Ravens at the number two seed in the AFC. Uh, the three seed, they have the Bills. The Bills looking to struggle, man. So I'm I'm really not too sure about that. But like I said, it's early in the season. The Bills could pick it up. But being said, that division is super, super sweet. I could see them at three. So I, I, I think that's good. You got to keep the division in mind. At number four, they have the Colts. At number five, they got the Bengals. Number six, they got the Broncos, who's dropped three in a row, making that sixth seed. And they got the Browns at seventh seed. So that first, those first round matchups, those wild card matchups, it'll be Ravens versus Browns. We got Chargers with the bye week. It'll be Ravens versus the Browns, which will be an awesome matchup. Uh, they got the Bills versus the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos team, they look to be struggling. 
They look to be struggling a little bit. Uh, they started off really hot, 3-0, and and then they've lost three straight. They lost to the Raiders, who's struggling really, really bad. Uh, they lost to the Chargers, but they played a really good game. So it's just offensively, I think, uh, if the Broncos pick it up, they could get that number six spot, maybe that number seven spot also. Uh, we got the Colts versus the Bengals, man, which I would love to see that matchup. Uh, Jonathan Taylor versus Joe Mixon. So I, I like I like what the AFC what smooth has the the AFC going on that looks really really good with the with the AFC now let's go over the NFC playoff predictions we got the Cowboys like I said getting that bye week the Rams at number two the Saints at number three uh the Vikings at that number four spot the Lions at that number seven spot at that no the uh, 49ers at that number six spot and the 49ers uh, struggling a little bit, not sure what's going on. They they just they just don't seem to be getting it uh, together. Uh, Taco's more of a, a a running coach, and he has uh, the rookie uh, Terion Davis. He seems to be he he hasn't seemed to be getting it together, man. He's just not getting it together. I think he's in the process of moving also, so that could be the issue. But like I said, it's just the first season. It's still early in the season. Uh, that that number six spot is is pretty good. It shouldn't be hard to make uh, in the in the NFC uh, for Taco. It shouldn't be hard to make that number six spot. I can see him at number seven too. At the number five spot, he got the Eagles, and at the number seven spot, he got the Lions. So here's the matchups for the wild card. Like I said, we got the Cowboys at the bye. Rams versus Lions, man, that could be a, a really good matchup. Uh, the Rams playing really well. Lions, they just got Huntley from the Ravens. And he put on an absolute show, man. The game the game didn't save, but they put put up n- probably 60 points versus the Raiders. It's the, it's, the, it's the Raiders, though. But versus the Raiders, put up over 60 points. We know uh, Ocho can put up them points, man. And I feel like Huntley's going to motivate him a little more. Having a young quarterback, that's going to motiva- motivate him a little more. Uh, to win those games. We'll see what happens with that. That's a good spot for Ocho. I can see him at number six also if he can pick it up. Um, Saints versus 49ers, man. And that could also be a good matchup. Saints at three. 49ers at number six. Uh, Debo with Kamara has been doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job, man. And And defensively, I think he leads the league in turnovers right now. Defensively, he looks good. Middle of the pack. In the statistics, but the name of the game, man, with getting all those turnovers, I feel like this Madden uh, user and stick skills, uh, that's what really matters. And when it comes to turnovers, he has plenty of it. Um, he got a bunch of guys over three, four, five picks on the team. Tyron Matthew leading the way. He got five interceptions. Marcus May got four interceptions. Demario Davis at linebacker got four interceptions. Alante Taylor with three interceptions. So, you know, that could be a really good matchup. 49ers expect him to pick it up, pick it up uh, the second half of the season. Now, we got the Vikings and the Eagles at the four and five spot. And that could be a really good matchup. Villain uh, versus Q, man. I, I, that could be a really, really good matchup. I feel like the issue with Q right now, he's doing well. Four and two. But I feel like the issue with Q, he needs to lean on on Dalvin Cook a little bit more. 
that's that's what I I would do. You know what I mean? Rushing, he, I think he's like middle of the pack in rushing, uh, twelfth, twelfth in rushing. Dalvin Cook is looking looking pretty good, but I feel like he could lean on him more with the carries and the attempts. He's averaging almost five yards a carry, four point eight. Um, Justin Jefferson having a phenomenal season, 28 catches. He's spreading the ball really well. And I feel like the Eagles, they got, uh, two force wins, I believe. Yeah, they got two force wins. So, but they're four and two having a good season. They got a really, a huge, well-needed win over their division rival, the Cowboys. So that could be a really good matchup at four and five, man. I'd be, be excited to see that so that's gonna wrap it up for smooth afc i mean playoff predictions and now we're gonna get into who's hot who's not one of my favorite topics man and and let's just dive right into it we're gonna start off with who's hot right now and we're gonna go with the Chargers, man the Chargers just look really really phenomenal right now and and just defense right there shout off the charts right now and they've been beating uh, uh, not really some good teams. They took down the Browns, though. They dominated the Browns. And Browns has been dominating everyone else. So the Browns came in at 4-0. They faced the Chargers. And the Chargers absolutely knocked them off. And it just made the Chargers look so much more dominant, so much more better when they could do that to a team who's having so much success uh, versus everyone else. So let's get into the passing, man. Justin Herbert, 75 for uh out of 120 attempts that's 62 percent and that's that's really good and what really jumps off the board for the Chargers, man 14 touchdowns and only one interception on the season through six weeks one interception that is not turning the ball over man that's efficiency right there and that's the recipe defense and not turning the ball over that's and and i feel like their point differential is is what changes everything for them right now uh, Austin Eckler rushing the ball, almost six yards a carry, 4.9, 634 yards. Nothing crazy here, you know, not not top five in rushing, but it's efficient. Man, when you playing, when when your defense is getting off the field and your offense, you could control the clock, make turnovers, your defense could put you in great field position. And if you look at the statistics for his receivers, man, the touchdowns just stand out to me. You got Guyton with five touchdowns. We got um, Donald Parham with four touchdowns. We got Keenan Allen with four touchdowns. So it's the defense turning the ball over, putting them in good field position uh, to score and be efficient in the red zone. And, and Doc is using that to his strengths. And that is what's dominating. Anytime you can score points when you're not supposed to have the ball, you can take the ball away and score off those turnovers. And, and that's the reason why his point differential is so high. Um, let's go over his defense, which is what was Doc been known for, man, since he joined the league. The defense is just what stands out. Six points per game averaging, man. Opponents on average have been only able to score six points per game, and that is number one in the league. In yards, he's also number one. Uh he's also number one in the league. A hundred and a thousand and one hundred and sixty nine yards rushing defense only he's only allowed two hundred and eighty rushing yards in six games he's number one in that category two passing yards uh he's third so 
that defense is just top three in everything. Number one in th- in three categories. Doc's defense is looking unstoppable, and everybody knows, man, in FML, the recipe for success is defense and limited turnovers, and that's literally what Doc has been doing all season. Uh, Austin Eckler, like I said, with five touchdowns. It's just so much efficiency, man, when you look at this uh, charges, the uh, offense and defense. Everything is just so balanced, and when the defense could put you in position to score – your offense is going to flourish, man, and, and he's done just that. Now, let's go over the next who's hot, man, and I'm and I chose the Bears. They started off 0-2, and they've won four games straight, man, and the Bears has just also been dominant, especially in the run game. Uh, let's go over some statistics for the Bears. Uh, Fields, 64% passing, got 12 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, the 10 interceptions, uh, 10 interceptions, it's all right uh, through six games. He's thrown 10 picks, uh, keeping the turnovers down because obviously, you know, a lot of people were double that in the 20s. So 10 is really good right now uh, for this part of the season. Um, in points per game, he's number six, averaging 30 points per game. And that's the number six in the league. That's top 10 uh, rushing. He is also sixth in rushing, 746 rushing yards. And and he's at the top of that, top 10 in rushing. And David Montgomery, man, David Montgomery has been on a tear right now. And I think he's top five in rushing. He has to be. Yeah, he's number fourth in rushing, 634 yards, four touchdowns, 5.8 yards a carry. So most of the guys that's top five in rushing, they average over five yards per carry. And when you average that many yards per carry, if they can't stop your run game, it's hard to stop anything. When you the run game can control time of possession, control the game, and it's just deflating for the defense, man, to just get those five, four, six yards per carry every time uh you touch the rock. So uh the Bears has been doing uh, an amazing job of that. David Montgomery, like I said, six yards per carry, uh four touchdowns. Um 20-plus yard runs, he's had six 20-plus yard runs, man. So he's breaking through. He's breaking off some big runs uh, every game. Uh, another focal point, Odell. In the receiving game, man, Landry, uh, Justin Fields, sorry. Justin Fields has been doing really well passing the ball, 64% passing. And that's really, really efficient in this league. And especially, like I said, Madden, right now it's a turnover game, man. It's a stick skills and turnover game defense is is the focal point this Madden and running the ball. And the Bears, they figured it out. Literally, the Bears is, is a new user. It's Rondo. Uh, and he's been doing extremely well. He started off 0-2, like I said before, and he's figured it out, man. Defense and running the ball. And running the ball is going to limit turnovers, man. It's going to limit interceptions. Uh, so Odell Beckham Jr. with 15 catches on the season, 355 yards and two touchdowns. But... The person who jumps out to me for this uh, uh, receiving core is Cole Komet, man. The tight end, 291 yards and five touchdowns. And uh, defensively, the Bears have been doing uh, pretty well, too, also. Uh, nothing really jumps out. The defense not too dominant. It's middle of the pack, 13th, allowing 22 points per game. But anytime you can score more than you allow, you're going to win the game. Hello. So rushing, he is seventh in run defense, man. And, and like I said... It's a league where you got to run the ball. 
So if he is seventh in run defense, stopping teams running game, what do they have left to pass the ball? And he is turning the ball over. So he's stopping the run, forcing them to turn the ball over. And he has 17 interceptions on the season in six games. In six games. That's well over two interceptions per game. So that's going to wrap it up for the Bears, man. He is hot this season. 4-2. and two, Started off 0-2. Uh, Four-win streak. And he is looking extremely good right now. And now, let's go over who's not man this is what some people not don't want to hear it but you but you're gonna hear it man you're gonna hear it you gotta hear it who's not we're gonna start off with the falcons man with the falcons and the falcons is one of the users he was in the top 20 i don't remember off the top of my head what he was ranked i think he was ranked maybe 12 i'm i'm probably really really way off right now i, I could pull it up right now actually let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, 13th. So I was close. He was ranked 13th in the top 20 penny, uh, power ranking. And he is just, just, he just doesn't look good, man. And he is my who's not. He's 2-4. and four. Uh, I think he started off 1-4. and four. He just won his, his, his most recent game. But nonetheless, he's my who's not hot. So Falcons offense, 14 points per game. He's 30th in points per game 30th with the Falcons and the Falcons is a team who has a great wide receiving core they got Drake London Kyle Pitts Calvin Ridley um, Desmond Ritter who's a, a rookie who could get things done a really good offensive core and he's just struggling and one of the reasons why he's struggling so much interceptions man 18 interceptions and on, on nine touchdowns uh, running the ball he's 22nd in rushing so he could pick that up a little bit more Cardell Patterson struggling uh, three yards a carry just under three yards a carry but we got uh, Tyler he is four yards a carry man get his attempts up Cardell Patterson has 47 attempts Tyler has 22 attempts Man, double the attempts on Tyler, man. Four yards per carry. And I feel like they could get some success. Uh, maybe some short intermediate throws for Desmond Ritter. But the interceptions is, is, is what jump off to me, man. And like I said, this is a league where if you turn the ball over, you're going to lose games, man. Guys are going to turn those turnovers into points. It's that simple. So 18 touchdowns in six games, man. That is horrible. Literally, that is horrible. Um, he only got nine touchdowns. He's 50% passing. So you got 77, uh, passes, completions, 142 attempts. That's just a little bit over 50, 50%, I think like 54% maybe. And receiving Drake London, he's doing really well receiving, man. 20 catches, 433 yards. Got to get him some touchdowns. Red zone efficiency, man. And to get into the red zone, you got to stop turning the ball over, uh, defensively. He looks really good defensively. Middle of the pack, so not really good. He's 18th in points per game. But the issue is, if you're allowing 25 points per game and only scoring 14 points per game, how are you going to win games? So he just got to flip that around offensively. He got to pick it up, man, and, and limit the turnovers. And part of the reason why he's allowing 25 points per game is going to be because of turnovers. Your opponent is taking those turnovers and turning them into points. 
So he, uh, defensively, I feel like um, the statistics don't tell the whole truth. He's 13th in yards allowed, which is really good. Uh, top half of the league, 1,724 uh, yards. So you just got to pick it up with the interceptions, and I think that's the only issue. If 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 King uh, if King K could fix that and limit the interceptions, I feel like he could turn this around. He could turn the season around, and he could do some things because, like I said, he was in the top 20. Um, he he finished off. He joined late last cycle, but finished off really well. Be some top users. So I feel like he could get it done. Just got to figure it out, and it's it's just the first it's just the first season, man. This is where everyone's figuring out the game right now. He doesn't have it figured out. Interceptions, you got to limit the interceptions. Make better reads. Uh, don't give up on Riddler, man. Don't give up on Ritter. This is this is interceptions is user error. Nine times out of ten, interceptions are user error. All right, so let's go into the next. Who's not? So that was the Falcons, and we're going to go over the next who's not. And, and we're going to go with Miami, man. Miami and Kuzi. It's just been, literally just been struggling, two and four. And Kuzi's a guy. The Dolphins have a ton of weapons. Tua is, is not that great statistically, but he can get it done. And this is another issue also with that the same issue that every user has that doesn't have success in this league. And it's interceptions again. Interceptions. Um, Kuzi, the points. He's not, He's Just listen to this. He's number one in pass yards. But in points, he's middle of the pack. Why? Because of turnovers, man. Uh, he can't stop the run game worth shit. Run defense, he's 30th in the league in run defense. He can't stop... He, he can't stop anything in the run game. Uh, so the defense, he's struggling there. Uh, passing, he's not too bad. He's eighth, so he's top ten in passing yards. So the passing defense is there. It's just he's getting gashed in the run game. And, and it's just causing a lot of problems for him uh, offensively. So he's number one in, yard, in pass yards and 14th in passing. So he's allowing more points than he's scoring. So he's 27. He's allowing 27 points per game, and he's scoring uh, 26 points per game on average. So let's look at Tua, right? Because I feel like that's the big issue here. And he might. this might be red zone turnovers. This might 100% be red zone turnovers because if he's number one in pass yards, but he's only averaging 26 points per game, which is middle of the pack, it's 100% red zone turnovers. And what do you got to do, man? Run the ball in the red zone. You got Tariq Hill. You know, get some 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 jet sweeps in there, some screens in there to to get those guys in the ball. You got some blazing speed on the offense, man. Tariq Hill, Waddle, Mike Jacecki. These are guys that's Raheem Mostert. These are fast, speedy guys, bro, at their position. Literally the fastest guys at their positions. So 15 interceptions on the season in six games and only eight touchdowns. And then he's bouncing back between Tua and Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is doing a little bit better. He might might need to stick it out with Teddy Bridgewater. Might need to stick it out. Because the lefty issue is an issue for a lot of people, man. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater got five touchdowns, no interceptions. So you might want to stick it out with Teddy Bridgewater. That's who Madden starts from the jump. So give him a shot to mess up, and then you throw two in, man. You got, you got, it's solid there, man. When you got these kind of receivers with this type of speed, 
you got to find a way to get it done. Uh, Tariq Hill's doing really well, 463 yards, five touchdowns. Uh, Waddle, he's spreading the ball really well. 26 catches uh, for Tariq Hill, 24 catches for Waddle, 27 catches for Mike Jasicki. So he's spreading the ball really well between his top his top receivers. He just got to stop turning the ball over, man, and I feel like he uh, he could turn this around. Same thing I said for the Falcons, man. That's the issue. And this is mostly red zone turnovers. He's getting down the field, number one in yards, and he's just turned the ball over. He's not turning those red zone possessions into points. So I feel like if if Kuzi can do that, uh, he can turn it around. So let's get into our final topic. Who's um predictions going forward? So who stays hot? Who falls off? And and I'm just going to go and say, I think Kuzi turns it around. I think Kuzi turns it around. He is probably one of the best offensive pa- uh, passers uh, in this league. And you see it here, number one in pass defense. And he has the weapons, man, to be one of the most scariest offenses in the FML. So I feel like if he limits the turnovers, which I feel like he will, I feel like second half of the season he's going to pick it up. And with that being said, because his division is, is, is struggling. He got Pittsburgh, uh, Detroit, Chicago is his next couple of games. I feel like those are winnable games for him, man. The schedule is not too tough. Uh, these are winnable games for him. He just got to limit the turnovers. And with the division, with him only being two games behind, no, he, he's only one game behind the division leader because uh, the Bills are three and three, right? The Dolphins are two and four. He's one game behind. Uh, he lost to the Bills early in the season, really bad, ass whooping from the Bills, 52 to 27. But I feel like he gets him again week uh, 15, and I feel like he could get that win with Iota joining over though. But the Jets already have six losses, man. I think they're completely out of it to be honest. Uh, with six losses already, and a team like the Jets, uh, this is just a season that you just um, literally just try to find out who you who you want to keep. Who's your stars on the team? Uh, what do you like to do? You figure out your playbook. You just fill out uh, the, the the league and what's going on, and then you pick it up, pick it up next season. Maybe make some moves. Just got some nice pieces. Uh, they could they could move around and trade. They probably end up with a top ten pick, top fifteen pick. You could probably uh, get some pieces there. But I feel like the foundation is there for the Jets. Um, so maybe next season they can make it look good. But uh, back to what I was saying. Kuzi, I feel like he is going to pick it up. That's my prediction for him moving forward. I think he's going to make a complete turnaround uh, for the second half of the season. Uh, just got to limit the turnovers, and he should be good, man. He has the weapons to do so. reason why I didn't take the Falcons because the Falcons are just struggling way worse, and I feel like they don't have as much firepower as the Dolphins. They got some good players. They got Ridley. They got um, Pitts. But I just feel like the speed that, that the Dolphins have is just different, man. And it's just red zone turnovers for Kuzi. Uh, with the Falcons, it's, it's just a much bigger issue, man. It's just turnovers, period. They're just not making the right reads. Um, Who stays hot? I think Doc stays hot, man. He has a, the division he's in is, is just sweet. We're just going to go out there and just say it. the division he's in is sweet. He got John. Prime is picking it up. So let me let me let me backtrack on that. Prime is picking it up, but I just I just don't think they can compete with with Doc. That's just what I'm saying. The division is not sweet. It's a good division. 
It's a solid division. You got John and Prime in there, and you got the Raiders. I think the Raiders slowly starting to figure it out. Uh, they beat the Broncos, lost to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs could, the Chiefs are going to make playoffs. I'm not too sure about the Broncos, but the Chiefs are going to make playoffs. They're figuring it out offensively, and they need to. F- they're learning how to use Mahomes, man. They're learning how to use Mahomes. Um, for the Chiefs, you got them playing the 49ers coming up. That's going to be a big test for them. If they could get a win there, uh, that'll be that'll be a big win. Uh, I think the Bears stay hot. So we talk about the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to stay hot defensively. They're doing the thing, man. The defense is putting the offense in in the best field position to score, and I feel like that's just success right there. So I got the the Chargers staying hot. I got the Bears also staying hot, man. The Bears look really, really good, and they look to be doing to, to be doing their thing. They lost two straight, and I think they're figuring out the league, man. They're figuring out that they need to run the ball and force turnovers, and I feel like they're going to continue to do that. They limit the turnovers with running the ball. Justin Fields, he's still young and needs to be developed, and he's doing really well, 64% completions, 12 touchdowns. Really efficient run game and playing defense, and the Bears has figured that out, man. Again, adjusted to the sliders. Obviously, I said uh, Rondo's new. He just joined. He's looking. He's looking really good, and he's one of my guys that's gonna that's gonna stay hot. Um, another team that's that's just gonna just gonna stay falling off, and I feel like the Falcons, man. They don't understand that interceptions is user error. And I feel like they're gonna continue to force the ball and and commit turnovers, man. They just gotta take the time down. Uh they feel like they need a new QB. But interceptions, like I said before, is user error. Simply put, it's user error. So who stays hot? Bears and Chargers. Um maybe we toss an honorable mention out there. Who do I think falls off? I think the Browns falls off. <laughs> I think the Browns falls off. I feel like their schedule has been a little bit easier. Uh a little easy. Uh I feel like they could have continued that success, but what I've seen from them versus the Chargers, man, it just made either the Chargers is a complete monster or the Browns aren't who they are. But they got Baltimore coming up next, then they got they got some really tough games coming up. This is why I think they probably fall off. They're in a really tough division. They still got the Bengals twice, who's 4-2, uh, who's doing really good. Uh, they got the Baltimore Ravens, who's undefeated twice. Uh, then they got the AFC East. Kuzi, who I said, will probably pick it up and turn things around. So that's going to be a tough game. That's not an easy game. They got Buffalo, too. High-powered offense. Um, struggling a little bit with inconsistency and that's always been the issue with dub but any week he can bring it and pull that game out um he got the saints also uh so tough little schedule i don't think he's gonna completely fall off the map but i just don't think he's gonna uh continue with this success with five and one i think he could um Make that seven seed. Like like we went over with the playoff, um, smooth playoff predictions. I think that seven seed is the perfect spot for him. Uh at five and one, this is just a little bit too much success. But the teams that he's played wasn't impressive. And then when he played a, a top team, uh he he got abused. <laughs> he gotta be pretty bad. So um he got Baltimore next. That's a big matchup, and he got Bengals next. So that that's just gonna show 
um, the strength of the Browns right now. If he could get a, if he could win one out of those two games, split with the Ravens and the Bengals this season, uh, then then he's in the right direction. So that is gonna wrap it up for the predictions going forward, and that is, um. That's the show, man. That's the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. That's going to wrap it up for the first trimester, weeks one through six. And I'll catch you guys mid-season, man. Catch you guys mid-season.